Here we go. Here, we're back. We're back. And all right, go ahead. What were we going to say? Yeah, I had one other quick section for you before we get into the mock draft. Okay. Um, as you may know, I'm a I'm a big wide receiver aficionado. Okay. You know, like I said, I've been I've been into the NFL draft big time since the Randy Moss days. Okay, so he's 98. Ever since then, my position that I've scouted heavily every year is wide receiver. Okay, this year, as Eagles fans, <laughs> we haven't seen a, a team this barren at wide receiver since the the James Thrash Todd Pink oh, days. Oh God. <laughs> oh God, Ugh. James Trash, as I call him, James Trash and and Pinkston and Freddie Mitchell. Yeah. Freddie Mitchell, yeah. Freddie Mitchell was bad enough that when he got released, he never got another opportunity ever anywhere else. He's only going to be known for one for one for one play, fourth and twenty six. That's it. Basically, that's it. Yeah, you know. Well, hey, he was a joke. And you know what? I want to. I'm going to put that out here right now. Is that that draft when we drafted Freddie Mitchell? I was I was banging the drum for uh, Chad Johnson. You know, the guy the guy was a clown, but the guy actually was a, a top notch receiver in his day. So, um, you know, I've been I've been big time on receivers my whole ever ever since I started keep watching the draft and. Um, with this being with this being the Eagles' year at receiver, where they need a receiver big time, and with this being a draft where the receivers are so deep and so talented, I just want to throw you my top ten real quick at the position. All right, go ahead. Based upon the Eagles' needs and the Eagles' and the Eagles' uh, scheme. Okay, because with these receivers in this draft, you could uh, basically you could look at any team and with different schemes and you could you could rearrange these a lot of these receivers. But um, I'm doing this based upon the Eagles and what the Eagles needed and what the Eagles do on offense. Okay? Mm-hmm. So number one, real quick, my guy. Last time I had a guy that I I've been talking up since early in the college season, um, that was back when a few years ago, Christian McCaffrey. Eagles had that was in the 2016 season. The Eagles had no talent on offense, and I was I was talking up Christian McCaffrey all year that year. Um, now, if you go back early this year, after Deshaun got hurt, I, that that was when I really started looking into these receivers. And the whole time, I've been talking up my boy Henry Ruggs, man. So. I'm putting Henry Ruggs as my number one receiver. Um, number two, C.D. Lamb is a beast. The guy's got everything you're looking for out of a out of a receiver. Um, so he's my number two. Jerry Judy. Again, you can rearrange these three any way you want, and you couldn't go wrong. But Jerry Judy's my number three. Uh, number four. This is where this is where everybody starts to veer off in different directions. But number four, my guy, is Jalen Rieger out of TCU. Um, he's, he's a bit on the smaller side. He's not, he's not super small. 
He's about he's five eleven, two hundred. Um, but this guy is super fast, super quick. He he makes plays. Um, he's a, he he goes up and gets the ball over over cornerbacks. You know, um, this is just the guy that he's just he's just a playmaker all around. And um, I see a lot of comparisons to him and say, like for example, uh, um, Deshaun Jackson. I don't see that comparison. You know, he's not quite as he's not quite as fast as Deshaun was. He's not quite as quick. Um, but this is a guy that goes up and gets the ball too over defenders. But to me, a comparison, a more accurate comparison, would be like uh, Steve Smith when he was young coming out. Um, number five, big guy that we've been hearing about a lot lately here in Philly, Denzel Mims out of Baylor. This guy is big. This guy is fast. This guy, his hands are inconsistent, but. If you look at what he did in the Senior Bowl, his, his two questions coming out out of college were his hands and his um, well running ability. Well, hands are still a little bit inconsistent, but he does have a bit of an excuse in that um, he did play with a broken hand in 2018, which attributed to, attributed to a lot of his drops. But... Um, when you look at what he did in Baylor, they didn't ask him to run a lot of routes. Um, he was mainly just like a big play type of threat. But then when he they put him in the senior bowl, this guy ran tight routes. This guy was getting open consistently. This guy's got super potential. Um, I, I compare him to Josh Gordon, not just because of the school he came from. They both came from Baylor, but... I think this guy's a very similar receiver to Josh Gordon as well, coming out. Um, number six, LaVisca Chanel out of Colorado. This guy this guy could be a superstar in this league, man. And I, I think he's going to drop in this draft. Um, he's, he's very unpolished as a receiver. Um, he's the type of guy that as a rookie, you're going to have to scheme him open. But if you have a good coaching staff, they're going to teach him how to run routes, and they're going to they're going to get this guy to be a superstar receiver on the outside. Um, the other main the, the other big issue with him is that, like I was saying earlier, he has had injury issues, and he went out in the combine with that core muscle injury, and he ran a four five seven forty. Um, so. He does have a number of injury issues that's going to push him down the draft boards. But this guy, when he's healthy, which supposedly he is now, this guy's going to be a star in this league with good coaching. And he could he could have some good coaching with the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see. Um, after LaVisca is number seven, Brandon Ayuk out of, um, out of um, Arizona State. Um, this is a guy, another guy that had core muscle surgery just two weeks ago. He put up a disappointing 40, which is going to drop him down a little bit. But this is a guy that can play. This is a guy, he's, he doesn't have quite the game-breaking speed as LaVisca, but he, just like LaVisca, these two guys, they once they get the ball in their hands, these guys are dangerous. You know, These guys are like running backs with the ball in their hands. 
and um, Ayuk is a is a major playmaker. So I got him as number seven. Number eight, finally the guy that everybody's been talking about in Philly as sort of the guy that they don't want is uh, Justin Jefferson. I mean, the bottom line, if the Eagles did stay at 21 and draft Justin Jefferson, it, I, I admit I would be disappointed because there are so many other receivers out there that I think are better and that are, uh, are much bigger playmakers. But at the same time, the saying goes, you know, beggars can't be choosers. And um, the Eagles are beggars right now, a receiver. So even if they drafted Justin Jefferson at number 21, at least they get a quality receiver. The guy, the guy is quick. He runs tight routes. He has great hands. He gets open. It's just I, I, I just think you need more with a first-round pick. Um, and then the last two, the round at the top ten, Number nine is K.J. Hamler out of Penn State. Guys, uh, now this is a Deshaun Jackson comparison here. This guy's super fast, super quick, super small. Um, but this is a guy that this, this is a guy that is going to has game breaking speed, and this is a guy that's going to stretch defenses and make plays with the ball in his hands. So I got K.J. Hamler at number nine, and number ten is the guy in Philly that gets the least amount of love and for good reason is T. Higgins. He's big, but he's athletic, but he's also very slow. And we've had enough of those types of receivers on this team for the last few years. You know, we drafted our Seagull Whiteside. We got, uh, um, you know, Alshon Jeffrey. We've brought in Jordan Matthews multiple times. We can't afford to get another big, slow receiver, but T. Higgins is a really good receiver in his own right. It's just he doesn't quite fit the Eagles system, but he's my number 10. All right. Well, thank you for that. Now, what we've all been waiting for, the Eagles mock draft. What will they do? How many picks? How many situations? Will there be trades? Go ahead. Well, when Howie, Howie Roseman is involved, you know there's going to be trades. So the question is, and I've gone back and forth with this myself on what, what I would prefer, is do we trade up or do we trade down? Right? Yes. <laughs> so to me, I've been, my guy has been Henry Ruggs all along. Okay? He's been my guy since basically since October of last year, if not earlier. I don't know the exact date. But uh, this, this has been my guy the whole time. This guy is, is, is insanely fast. He's quick. He runs routes. He has good hands. He goes up and gets the ball over DBs. I mean, this, guy, this guy's a total package. And, um, and to me, I think, uh, I think we got to figure out, I'm, I'm, I'm looking to, figure out a way to get up in the first round of draft him. Now, at the same time, I do think the Eagles have a number of other needs, and I'm not looking to give up too much to get him. So, at least not too much this year. So, one thing that ha- we haven't really discussed is uh, is the tight end situation with the Eagles. 
okay? Um, we currently have Zachers and Dallas Goddard, who are both currently on who both are currently under contract for this next 2020 season and the 2021 season after that. After that, both are free agents. And the Eagles need to make a decision between one of the two as opposed to who is their tight end of the future. Um, Ertz is, by the time Ertz's contract is up, he's going to be on the wrong end of the 30. And supposedly the Eagles had, if, you, if you've seen reports, the Eagles have tried to um, sign him to an extension, and he turned that down, which tells me that he is looking to get paid big time. And um, frankly, I think uh, Dallas Goddard can be just just as good. I, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of Dallas Goddard. So I'm not trading him this year, but the way I'm looking at this is um, I'm going to trade trade up to draft Henry Ruggs in this draft with the 49ers. The 49ers are a team that's looking to trade down. They're also a team that has uh, another speedster in Marquise Goodwin at wide receiver. So what I'm doing this year is um, I'm trading the Eagles first-round pick at number 21, and I'm trading their first-round pick next year to move up for pick number 13 and Marquise Goodwin, and I'm drafting Henry Ruggs at number 13. And the reason I'm willing to do that is because I'm looking at it next year, and I think the Eagles are going to have to trade Zach Ertz, so they're going to be able to recoup that pick that they just traded in the first round next year. So we traded up for Henry Ruggs in this, pit, in this draft, um, we get down to round two. I'm going to go. I'm 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 going to make another quick trade here, but this one's not so. Ma- this one's not major. Um, the Eagles are, have been looking to trade uh, Rasul Douglas. Everybody knows it. So, in round two, the Eagles pick 53. I'm looking to trade up about five to ten spots. I'm going to include Rasul Douglas in this trade, and I'm drafting a safety here, Kyle Duggar. Out of um, out of uh, the normal ring, ring. Um, this guy is my this guy is a superstar in the making, man. This guy is extremely athletic. He's fast. He's big. In terms of the safety, this is a guy. He's not just the safety. He can play. He can play slot cornerback. He can play weak side linebacker. Um, Basically, he's gonna eventually he's gonna take over as the um, Malcolm Jenkins role on on this defense. This is the type of guy you can build your defense around. Kyle Duggar. So, um, so yeah, that's my guy here. Starting off though, coming from such a small school, he's gonna be. Um, he's not. He's not gonna be like playing that Malcolm Jenkins role. He's gonna. We're gonna start him off as a linebacker because the Eagles do have a major need at linebacker, and I think they are okay at safety. So, um, Kyle Duggar in round two. Round three, we're staying put. And um, one, one, one question mark the Eagles have had over the last couple of years is whether or not Jason Kelsey is going to be back. He's one of the – he's their best safety – yeah, safety. He's their, he's their best center of all time. At this point, 
and they need to find a replacement. So I'm looking here in round three, and I got a guy, Nick Harris, out of Washington. The guy, uh, this guy looks, when you look at this guy's um, um, combine numbers and you look at everything else that this guy has done, he compares very favorably to um, Jason Kelsey. He's, he's a bit undersized, but he's extremely smart. He's a great leader. He's got great technique, super fast, super quick, super athletic. He's great pulling because he's towards the outside. I mean, this guy, this guy looks like a young version of Jason Kelsey, and what better way to learn the NFL game than to sit behind Jason Kelsey for another year or two. So Nick Harris is my third-round pick. Uh, but, uh, I'm sorry to interrupt, but yeah, the phone, my your phone time is coming up soon, so we have to speed up. Sorry. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll go quick here because we got we're we're down on day three. Um, fourth rounder, they got they got three fourth round picks. I'm going with another receiver here, um, Tyler Johnson out of Minnesota. This guy's uh, this guy is more of a slot receiver. But this guy can dominate out of the slot. Um, okay, next fourth-round pick, um, I'm looking at, uh, well, really two guys, but the main guy I'm looking at is Logan Wilson, linebacker out of Wyoming. Um, this guy's uh, this guy's um, big. He's quick. He's fast. He's clever. At the very least, he's a high-quality backup linebacker who could start. So, Logan Wilson out of Wyoming. Uh, their third, fourth-round pick is A.J. Dillon, running back out of Boston College. I think this guy's a total sleeper. He's, he's a huge running back. Um, unfortunately, this guy put up huge numbers at the Combine, which, is, which could push him up the draft boards a little bit. But um, this is a guy I got as a, as a major day three sleeper for me, even before the Combine. Um, I compare him. Very, I compare him to uh, um, Garrett Blunt in the fifth round. I'm going with another defensive player, defensive tackle, Khalil Davis. I think this guy could be a total steal on day three for the Eagles with their system. Um, this guy is a very specific player, but he's extremely quick. He's got violent hands. He's very athletic as a defensive tackle. He's shorter, but he's got shorter arms. But this guy can um, this guy can get after the quarterback, and you put him in Schwartz's system, and this guy this guy could uh, dominate as a rotational defensive tackle. And lastly, the Eagles have a six-round pick. This is their last pick of the draft. And this is a name that you're going to be familiar with and every Eagles fan is going to be familiar with. But we're going offensive linemen here because we did lose Hal Vitae and we do need somebody that can be like a swing tackle slash guard. And um, I'm going with John Runyon Jr. Wow. Michigan. (laughs) His son is in this draft. Wow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So keep an eye out for him. Um, he's not as strong as his dad, definitely not as strong as his dad, but he's extremely athletic. When you look at the numbers he's put up at the Combine, um, 
he played he's played in a bit the Big Ten. He um he he was first first team All Big Ten left tackle. You know, so he clearly can play a left tackle against good competition. He's probably more suited for guard in the NFL because of his lack of strength. And but overall, the guy is a very good player that should be a that should be good as a backup at both both offensive tackle positions and both guard positions as well. Yeah, Michael Strahan had a. If Michael Strahan had a son playing in the NFL, that'd be a great rivalry. Just brings back memories of that rivalry. <laughs> but, yeah, right. Yeah, but that's all. But that, but that is his mock draft. We'll keep an eye on all their names and see if we get it right. And then Sunday, we will come back with a review of everything, and we'll take it from there. So, good night, folks.